big announcement. Home Rule Music Festival in partnership with WPFW presents an electrifying evening of music, culture, and community. Join us on Friday, February 23rd at Songbird Music House for the Home Rule Music Festival launch party and concert. Doors open at 7 p.m. Event starts at 8 p.m. Songbird is located at 540 Penn Street, Northeast, Washington, D.C. Special performances by the legendary Plunky from Oneness of Juju and the dynamic Brandon Woody's Up Indu. Plus, don't miss the exclusive screening of the captivating Black Fire documentary. Tickets are available at songbirddc.com. That's S-O-N-G-B-Y-R-D-D-C.com. Good evening. It's just about 6 p.m. in the nation's capital. The name of the show is News Views. My name's Garland Nixon. Um, I'm on every Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. And I got lots of stuff going on here. As you know, we are in Pledge Drive and uh, I'm going to have a regular show. I'm going to have my main man, Jerry Paris. He is the GM. He's going to come in and chat with us a bit. But um, we're going to have, you know, I'm going to talk about whatever it is I need to talk about. And, um, of course, um, I'm going to ask you to, um, as always, help keep this show on the air, help keep this station on the air. It costs a lot of money to keep this station on the air. And as you know, you know, people like Garland Nixon who say all kinds of things that are totally and completely unacceptable in a civilized society such as ours, if you get my point. Um, I, I, you know, I used to be mainstream media. But people like me are not allowed to be on mainstream media. A lot of us are not allowed to be on mainstream media, particularly with the, uh, you know, with the um, per- perspectives that we are presenting on the Gaza um, conflict, various other conflicts, you know, and you know me, I am neither Republican nor Democrat. I do not like either party. I do not feel that either of them stands up for us. And I feel like, you know, we need to find a different direction to go. But I respect um, everyone's right to support any party or any candidate they want, vote for anybody they want to. I do believe that that is something that, you know, has to be respected. I don't expect people to agree with me. I'm trying to come not trying to um, create clones. And actually, I enjoy when people call in and disagree with me. I really enjoy that. I think the only way to grow, you know, the only way to improve yourself is to um, challenge yourself and to have challenge and have people challenge you, challenge you. So, you know, some people, I know a lot of people get mad, angry, get mad when people disagree with them. I look forward to it. I enjoy it. And I feel that's where I get my growth. You know, I, um, I've been through, you know, like everybody else, been through a lot of things in my life. And that, that's life. That not been through a lot of things in life. That is what life actually is. The, the things we go through, the growth that we get from the difficult times. And I've had people ask me, you know, if you had to go back, would you do it any differently? Mm-mm. I wouldn't do it any differently because I wouldn't be the person that I am today. If it weren't for that, I wouldn't have been driven to learn and driven to read and driven to improve myself and to do all the self-help and all that stuff that that gets me to where I am today. If I, you know, maybe if I had a soft and easy life, which in some ways I have, in some ways I haven't. Okay. I'm not going to argue, lie and say some ways I haven't had soft and easy, but other times, other ways has been difficult. You know, I guess with all of us, right? Bottom line is this. So I get here, I get to say whatever I want to say for the most part, as long as I don't use any of the bad words, they don't give me a hard time, and uh, you get to listen to alternative perspectives. So here's what we need you to do. The phone number is 202-588-9739, 800-222-9739. That's 202-588-9739 or 800-222-9739. So I'm going to talk about a couple things today. Oh, 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 oh wait a minute. You got to give me a, uh, give me a second. I'll tell you why. You got to know something about Garland Nixon. I'm a creature of habit. I don't know if there's people out here that, that you know, listen, but I'm like one of these people that I do the same thing over and over the same way and like if something's moved it'll freak me out or if something's like not the same it'll freak me out I'm like the patterns got to be the same way things have got to be the same way yeah I put my keys in the same place all that kind of stuff not saying that I'm perfectly neat all the time but I do the same way you know like every morning I go to the Dunkin Donuts near me right and I get a coffee small coffee with oat milk they don't even have to I don't even have to say anything I walk up to the counter and they're handing it out because they know me 
I'm going to do the same thing day in, day out, the same way, the same time, blah, 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 blah. So I'm comfortable with that. And right now, the door's open in my studio. And guess what? You know that, oh, thankfully, uh, my main man, Kalia, is going over to change that. He's looking at me. He sees my hands shaking. He sees me sweat pouring off my head. He's like, oh, no, Garland's going to explode. Something's different in the studio. I better move. And he is on the move. Thanks. So don't forget, 202-588-9739, 800-222-9739. Now, let me start here. Oh, my gosh, we got news. We got news. We got news. I don't know where to start, but I'm going to start somewhere. And then at some point, we're going to talk again. And you're going to call 202-588-9739 or 800-222-9739 and pledge um, to help keep us on the air. All right. A couple of things have happened recently. I don't know where to start. So I'll start at the beginning. Let's start here. A couple of things, as you probably know, I'll give you a little background. Um, there's, you know, Donald Trump. One of the things that Donald Trump was charged with was um, having classified documents after he was um, out. They found some classified documents in a couple of his places. Right. OK. So within a, so he gets charged with a crime and they're like, OK, he might get found guilty and have to go to jail with that. So within a couple of months. Lo and behold, they find some classified documents at Joe Biden's home in boxes in various, various locations. And so they find that he has some classified documents, too. And so now there's the big discussion. Donald Trump's been charged with it. Joe Biden's have has some. Is he going to be charged with it? Now, let me say something. If you know anything about me, if you know anything about me, you know, I don't have a team. You know, I don't have a team. I'm not the kind of person that says I want something to happen to my enemies. I want a separate standard for my enemies than I do for my friends. I want if I hate somebody, then do whatever you want to them. And if I like somebody, you got to let them go. I believe in equal protection under the law. I believe in everybody should be treated the same, et cetera. Right. So here's what happened. This is very interesting. So the Department of Justice did an investigation into Joe Biden. And they released the findings yesterday and what the department of justice said one of the significant reasons that he had them i've read the doj report seems pretty clear based on the doj report that there was um there was evidence there to charge biden there was evidence there to charge biden what the department of justice said was that on two occasions when Joe Biden spoke one with uh, his ghostwriter in 2017, recently recorded conversation with the Department of Justice, he showed very poor memory problems. He couldn't remember when his son died, like within 10 years. He couldn't remember when he was vice president, the years that he was vice president. A number of other things that most people should be able to um, remember. This is the Department of Justice. This is Joe Biden's Department of Justice. Not Donald Trump's Department of Justice. Not Garland Nixon's Department of Justice. This is Joe Biden's Department of Justice. So I read the report, and certainly there is ample evidence if they chose to, cho to, to charge Joe Biden, the same as they charged Donald Trump, they could have done it. What the DOJ investigator special prosecutor whatever you want to call him decided and it's all over the news you can look it up right now you can just bring up the news and look it up was that due to Joe biden's significant memory problems i'm paraphrasing that if he went to court that the jury would see him as a sympathetic old man elderly person excuse me sympathetic elderly person with a poor memory and it would be hard to get a conviction. Now, I want you to think about this right now. He's the president of the United States. Imagine, just for a second, let me give you an analogy. You go to get on an airplane, and you know how when you get on an airplane, when you walk in a door, they oftentimes the crew is there, the pilots and different people. Hi, welcome to you so-and-so airlines. Hey, have a nice flight, blah, blah, blah. They're standing there, right? And can you imagine if you walked in and there was the pilot? And you said, oh, wow, uh, they're uh, Pilot Nixon. Did you drive here today? And the pilot said, nah, I lost my, li I, uh, my, um, I lost my license. Why? Well, my eyesight is bad. 
Um, I had five accidents and four drunk driving arrests. So I'm not allowed to drive a car anymore. I am not safe behind the wheel. I can't see very well. They won't, they won't let me drive anymore. And you said, and you're the pilot? And he said, yeah, we'll be flying to San Francisco. We're going to be going 500 miles an hour, 30,000 feet. Should be. Looks like a pretty smooth ride today. Uh, when we get over uh, the middle of the country, we're going to have a little button. You said, time out. You are not competent to safely operate a car, a motor vehicle on the streets of Washington, D.C. Am I correct? And the, and the pilot said, yeah, absolutely. And you're going to be uh, flying this Boeing 767. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. I fly a plane. Are you getting on that plane? Probably not, are you? So here we now have a president. That the Department of Justice, not Trump's Department of Justice, Biden appointed the leaders of the Department of Justice, his own Department of Justice, has just released a document that says they can't charge Joe Biden because he has a poor memory and he would likely not get a conviction because he'd become across, as they put it, a sympathetic elderly man with a poor memory. So, what are they saying, really? Let's go to legal terms. Let's go from a legal perspective. What is What are you saying when you say, I can't charge this person, I can't take this poor person to court because, you know, they got memory problems or whatever? What you're saying is, they're, you know, not mentally competent, non-compass mentis, right? Why is that significant? Because when you're in court, you have to prove something, again, a Latin term called mens rea, criminal intent, a criminal state of mind. So when you say that a person is not mentally competent, what you're saying is you couldn't prove intent. You couldn't prove a criminal state of mind. Now, they're also saying, look, when the jury sees this guy and he's an old dude huh, stumbling around, as they say, an elder, a sympathetic elderly man with a poor memory. They're going to ask him questions. What's your name? But he's the president of the United States. He's the, he's the leader of the Democratic Party. So right now, we are basically flying in a modern jumbo jet with a guy who wouldn't be competent to ride a bicycle according to his own Department of Justice. But it gets worse. Far worse. So according to the Department of Justice, Joe Biden is not mentally competent to stand for himself in court. He's got the nuclear codes, but he's not competent to stand for himself in court. And the Democratic Party says, oh, let's give them another four years. They have literally taken other names off the ballot. I can name four states right now, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Florida, and Tennessee. They won't put anybody else's name on the ballot but his. Joe Biden, that's it. He's the nominee. The, the Democratic Party has said, this guy's the nominee. Give him four more years. His own Department of Justice said he's not competent to stand for himself in court today. And you wonder why Garland Nixon is an independent. Republicans got Trump. He's out of his mind. He's completely bananas. So that ain't an option. And their policies are bananas. That's not an option for me. The Democrats are nothing but a war machine. That's all they are now. That's all they do is war. They got nothing for you. They got money for Ukraine, money for genocide in Israel, money for anybody that's blowing the hell out of something. If you want some education for your kids, maybe you need your roads fixed. Hey, how about some infrastructure? Not happening. So we got a party of fruitcakes and Republicans with Trump, who's a madman. And we got a party of warmongering, genocidal crazies who tell us they're the good guys. They're standing up for minorities and the LGBT community and blah, blah, blah. And they got a man that they want us to vote for for four years who really exemplifies the party at this point. That's what the Democratic Party is. Worthless, nothing, incompetent, unable to manage at the most basic level. 
You put this guy out and you expect me to take you seriously. His own Department of Justice says, we can't send this guy to court. You got to be kidding me. You think I'm going to charge this guy? Put him in front of a jury? They're going to laugh me out of court. It would be, I will be sanctioned by the judge under Rule 11 if I do something like that. That's, uh, there's no way I can bring this guy to court. You got to be kidding me. Can't do it. Really? You can't bring Joe Biden to court? I can't do it. The man ain't, you know, come on. He ain't right. As my mother would say, his mind ain't right. That boy's mind ain't right. That's what my mother would say, right? His mind ain't right. But he's got the nuclear codes. He's the president. Hey, bomb Yemen, bomb Syria, bomb Iraq, bomb everybody. He's not competent to stand for himself in court. And the Democratic Party is sitting there wondering why it's bleeding votes. Gee, I see all these polls and it says black folks and black people and Latinos and young people are bleeding votes from the Democratic Party. I'm scratching my head. Gee, why would that happen? You insult our intelligence. That's why. That's why our intelligence is being insulted. And now, you know, I was watching this thing. There's Bernie Sanders the other day. Oh, genocide Sanders, right? Genocide Joe, I guess genocide Sanders is going to support him too. And there is old genocide Sanders. And they're like, yeah, so why should we vote for Joe? He stumbled, man. He was, I felt sorry for Bernie, tell you the truth. The look on his face was like, ah, man, why did they have to ask me that? Um, And he says, well, Trump is so bad, we've got to stop Trump. And I'm like, that's all you got now? And see, here's the problem. And I've heard this. I ain't, you know, me, I think I'm probably going to write in the ghost of Eugene Debs. That's the direction I go. That's, I'm leaning towards the ghost of Eugene, Eugene Debs or the ghost of Hugo Chavez. That's who I'm looking at writing in, right? But Bernie, oh, we got to stop Trump. That's all they got. You're running a man who his own Department of Justice says he's not even competent to stand trial. You can't very well tout the qualities of your candidate. Hey, why should we vote for Joe? Well, he's uh, Trump something is something Trump. They mock us. They laugh at us. We are at the point where the ruling elite is sitting back laughing, grinning. Mocking us, putting a guy out that, and telling us to run for a guy, to, to vote for a guy who is not competent to go. to. They won't put him in front of a jury. Think about this. Think about it. You don't believe me? Look it up. It's all over the, it's all over the online news everywhere, right? So you got a guy that you can't put in front of a jury because, as they say, he's a sympathetic figure, an elderly man with a poor memory. You know what? That's what you're telling me is my best option for the next four years. Hey, what's, oh, I should have voted for Joe Biden. Well, you know, he is a sympathetic man, an elderly sympathetic man with a poor memory. I don't think that's going to garner a lot of support. I don't think, what are you going to go knock door to door? Hello? Yes, Mr. Nixon. Yeah. Uh, we'd like you to support Joe Biden. All right. What, what you got there? Talk, help, hook me up. Well, he's a sympathetic elderly figure with a poor memory. And I'm like, get off my property. Get, get, get off my property. I wish I had a dog and I would have him bite you. But since I don't, just leave my property. You, 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 you're disgracing yourself. The Democratic Party has soiled themselves. That's the only way I say it. They pooped the bed once and for all. They have soiled themselves in front of all of us. I guarantee you there's people right now in the Democratic Party listening. And I ask, how can you look yourself in the mirror with the, the level that you've sunk to? You can't. Uh, uh, look, when I look at his policies in, in, in hindsight, don't like, uh, uh, don't like uh, uh, Clinton. But I say this. He was a smart guy. Maybe that's why I don't like him the most. He did terrible things and he was a smart guy. He was an intelligent guy. Barack Obama, very smart guy. A lot of things I don't agree with what he did. Intelligent guy. People looked at him. Hey, he's a good looking smart guy. And he's look, you know, has a family and wife and two kids. And they all look smart. Everybody looks smart. He at least looked the part. He was going to give everything to the rich folks. But at least he looked like he was going to do something. 
And now you got a doddering old fool that his own agency is too embarrassed to take to court. His own agency, they're too embarrassed to take to court. And that's what I'm supposed to vote for. That There is no Democratic Party anymore. That's not, that's, that's not a political party. When you take the most incompetent person, no, excuse me, Joe Biden's not incompetent. That's not incompetent. Incompetent implies that he doesn't have the ability, which he doesn't. That that he's he somehow has some innate weakness or something. That ain't it. The man's got dementia or Alzheimer's or something. Let's face it, something like that. He couldn't. You can't, how many people he couldn't remember? Yeah, when when's your son died? Yeah, nineteen twenty, eighteen twenty, seventeen twenty. I don't know. When were you were vice president? You know what I think. I can tell you this. I was in law enforcement, right? And I got uh, promoted. I can tell you the year that I was promoted to sergeant. I can tell you the year I was promoted to a lieutenant, and captain, and major. I can tell you the year. I can tell you a lot about it. I can tell you the circumstances that got me promoted. And I can tell you if I got in trouble and things I got out of and things I did. I can give you a lot of stuff about my career. But if you were the vice president of the United States... And you can't tell them when. You don't know. Hey, when were you vice president? Um, yeah. Ah, oh, some. Uh, eh. Joe Biden couldn't tell him when he was vice president. And now, the Department of Justice has decided they can't charge him because they can't take him to court because of his memory and. He's an elderly, that's what they put, a sympathetic elderly man who would be seen by the jury as a sympathetic figure with a poor memory. Really? Thank you. Really? That's where we are? And I guess people get mad at me. People call in and say, you know what? You can't say that about Joe Biden because something about Trump or something. And I'm going to say this. The man's going to lose all 50 states if you run him. Don't get mad at me. If you run him, he's going to lose 51 states, and we only got 50. So don't get mad. You know what? That's like you're driving towards a cliff, and somebody says, hey, you see that sign that says road closed? And you say, yeah. Say, look, if you keep driving in that direction, there's a thousand-foot cliff. You're going to go off it. You'll hit the rocks at the bottom. Your car will burst into flames, and you'll be killed. Don't go any further. And you get mad at that person. How dare you? You can't tell me how to drive. You're going to die. So I say to the Democratic Party, don't hate the messenger. Don't get mad at me. Does anybody really think that Donald Trump is not going to, that these are not his his, uh, campaign ads? The campaign ads write themselves. He's going to have a campaign ad of Joe Biden stuttering and stumbling. I could put them together and then he's going to have somebody read from the special prosecutor's report. Joe Biden, a sympathetic elderly man with a poor memory. That's what the the advertisement is going to say. Do you really think he's going to win? Do you really really think he's going to get mad at me? How dare Garland repeat exactly what was in the the DOJ report? I don't know what he's going to get mad at me. But does anybody think... Yeah, oh, that's guaranteed. Boy, that's the way you're going to take out Trump. Put this guy out there. Do you think he can deb- Do you think Joe Biden at this point uh, he can't stand for himself in court? Let me ask you this. How do you think he's going to do in the debates against Trump? You think he's going to go in there and chew him to pieces like a buzz buzzsaw? We have gotten to the point where the system is crashing. The system's crashing. When you got a president of the United States that don't know where what planet he's on, I watched videos of this guy. He needs a, a, a service dog to get after this off the stage half the time. This is an embarrassment to me. It is an embarrassment. Now, don't get me wrong. I think I've got a lot of issues with the U.S. We're going around the world bombing things, genocide, killing people, done been doing terrible and evil things for many, many years. But you could at least try to make it look good. You don't have to insult my intelligence by telling me to vote for this guy. You're going to lose every state. 
That's all I'm saying. You're going to lose every state. Every state. No chance. What kind of a party runs a candidate who is not competent to stand for himself in court? And let me add one other thing. And Trump's going to say this, and I got to say, for as little as I think of Trump, somebody tell me I'm wrong. Trump's going to say, wait a minute. You charged me with possession of documents that were classified. And I got this report from the Department of Justice that's pretty clear that Joe Biden had classified documents. It's pretty clear that he violated the law. And in the end, they said, yeah, but we can't charge the man because uh, his brain's pretty much uh, Swiss cheese. You think that doesn't look a little unfair? I don't even like Trump. And it looks unfair to me. It, I, you know what it looks like? It looks like they're just trying to take Trump out. That's not, that, that, that's not what happens in a democratic society. That's what happens in a banana republic. The opposition party is goes ahead and they arrest him and charge him with something and put him in a red. They cut his head off. They put him in jail for 30 years or whatever so he can't. That's what happens in a banana republic. And here you got a guy that couldn't win. He couldn't beat anyone. He has no business running for office. He needs to be. This is elderly abuse at this point. What they're doing to Joe Biden is simply elderly abuse. They need to take that man and put him somewhere where he can rest. But he's going to lose anyway. No chance. So this is over unless somebody steps in and says, I don't think the Democrats have much of a chance anyway. But Joe Biden, zero, done. I, I just find it amazing what, what I'm looking at. OK, so let me let me say this. The number is 202-588-0893. I got plenty more to say, but I just I just found that. I don't know what I, I'm out of words here. I just found that unbelievable. What's going on? I'm like, so that's where this country is. That's where the Democratic Party is. That's where they are. I, I, let me <laughs> go to something important and critical, and that is we are in fun drive. Let me but let me talk myself down a little bit off the ledge before I jump. We're in fun drive. Oh, we are in fun drive. And um, it costs a lot of money to keep WPFW on the air. It costs a lot of money to keep a station like this on the air. This is a, um, a community station, although it's a 50,000 watt, very, very powerful station. But it's a community station. It is your station. You can become a member. You can have input in what goes on the station. And you know what I'll say? When I come here, nobody says to me, Garland, what are you talking about today? Garland, let me look and see what you're discussing. Oh, no, you can say this. You can't. Oh, we get money from Lockheed Martin and Walmart. You can't say Nobody says that because we don't. I come in and say what I want. And I think that is important. And we have show after show after show where that's what's going down. How important is that? Well, it is important, extremely important, important for the people of this country, the people of this city, the people of our community. So here's what we need. Because we don't get any of the big oil money, we need you to help keep us on the air. That's what gives us the freedom. You are actually donating and creating a free conversation that you can call into. You can call in anytime you want and talk to the guests. I mean, talk to the hosts, talk to the other people. Listen on a 50,000 watt station in the most powerful city in the world. How, how important is that? So here's what we need you to do. The number is 202-588-9739. 202-588-9739. The other number is 800-222-9739. 202-588-9739. You can call in. And we got a couple of things. One of the things that I think is important is our sustainer program. And with a sustainer program, let's say you're like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have but so much, but I want to give something. You can say, here's my info. I want to give $20 a month and they'll just take $20 a month out. How important is that? Critical. It gives us what's called in the business world, uh, RMR, recurring monthly revenue. And it helps to keep the flow. So those who can afford to give two hundred, five hundred, a thousand dollars, and you know who you are out there, it ain't gonna hurt you. You know you can do it. Those who can afford to do it, I ask to do it. But there's a lot of people that can't afford to do that. But you can do a sustainer program, twenty bucks a month. That ain't gonna hurt you. That's a couple of Big Macs, unfortunately. But so please. Join our sustainer program, or if you wanted the big boys and you got the big bucks, how about two, three, four hundred dollars for those who can't afford it? Five hundred dollars. 
Make a big one for those who can't afford it. 202-588-9739. 800-222-9739. And I have with me now the general manager, Jerry Paris. What's happening there, Jerry? Garland, we are here continuing the effort that has been going on for over 40 years. And I would say with great success, actually, WPFW has been an influencer out here. And we've given people an opportunity to make themselves heard <laughs> and so here we are in our winter pledge drive right now and we're asking you to continue your revolutionary support giving to wpfw is actually an act of revolution it's an act of resistance because we are faced with market forces that are completely out of control right now you remember they used to sell these tapes and whatnot, such and such gone wild. Mm -hmm. Well, we're dealing with market forces gone berserk right now. And they're just taking your money, taking your money, taking your money. And we have to hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle to just try to keep up. We end up with a crisis of parenting because parents are out here hustling, 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 too busy working to be able to accurately really parent. So we have a free media here. We are not the marketplace. This is community. This is connectivity. This is where you join a community of justice seekers, a community of jazz lovers, a community of people who enjoy real culture, real art, real diversity. And we're asking you to join WPFW at this time by making a phone call. 202-588-9739. We have operators standing by right now waiting for your pledge of support because that is how this works. We have listener supporters only. We have no ad agencies. We don't have government dollars. We don't have university dollars. And as such, we're able to have Garland Nixon. We're able to have folks say whatever they feel needs to be said without censorship. And it is spontaneous. Garland can actually come here and say, well, I don't necessarily know what I want to talk about today because it is unstructured. It is jazz and justice radio. And often justice is like jazz also, spontaneous. That way we can respond to what's going on right now, what is important and what is relevant. Um, Garland, on Tuesday, we did Roach Brown's show which is usually about the prison industrial complex and what is going on inside. Mm -hmm. But current events mandated actually that we turn that show around and talk about public safety instead. Mm -hmm. Because what they're talking about, this crime wave, I'm doing air quotes, mm -hmm. they're calling a crime wave right now, is an issue of public safety. And actually, really, when it's down to it, Economic warfare, jobs, you know, we're in Black History Month right now. It's important for us to remember on the March of Washington, March on Washington, the Civil Rights Movement, remember all of the placards, remember all the posters, mm -hmm. the first thing on all of those signs, the first word, jobs. Always. Jobs. You know, people were looking for employment. If you've been disenfranchised, what are you going to do? If the children has been disenfranchised, what are they going to do? So we've got to make change here. And WPFW is a step in the right direction towards making these changes. A step away from the marketplace. And it's free media. It's your media. We just come to you basically four times a year to state the need that we need your continued support. Which is, uh, if you're a sustainer, it's like a latte. A month. So $12.50 a month as a sustainer ends up as $150 a year. Goes a long ways to keeping the lights on at free media. Nope, we're not going to charge you subscription rates. Nope, there's no, uh, what do they call them, in-app purchases? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no compromise. We are directly connected to you. Just want you to connect with us for a moment and give us some support. Again. Uh, local number, 202-588-9739. Garland, we have an anonymous to thank um, that gets it. It's always important for people to get it and understand 
what it means to have our own media that is not part of a marketplace that has gone berserk. Yeah. And the number is 202-588-9739. I got a couple calls to get through. But first, I'll say one thing about that. And, you know, because I had somebody one time I was uh, having a little bit of debate and they were talking about um, the um, crime. Right. And they were like, yeah, these kids. And they had. So there was this video with all these kids going into like, you know, a, a Gucci store or something, you know, running in and grabbing all this stuff. Nordstrom's running out. Right. Uh, what do you think about that looting? I said, that ain't looting. That ain't looting. Okay, they're taking a couple thousand dollars. What are they doing on Wall Street? Hundreds of billions of dollars. Hundreds of billions of dollars. And once they loot it, they go to the government. And in the government, and they say, hey, man, we kind of blew our whole banking situation and everything's falling apart. How much you owe? 300 billion. And the government gives it to them. How about the military industrial complex? Looting. See, those people taking, that's small potatoes. They taking a couple purses, a couple of, uh, uh, you know, Louis Vuitton, this and that. They taking a few thousand dollars worth of stuff. The real looters on Wall Street are taking hundreds of billions. They're looting the U.S. Treasury. They're looting our entire economy. And I'm supposed to get mad at some kid who's running off with a Louis Vuitton backpack. See, when people look to the top and they see nothing but criminality, where the head goes, the body shall follow. When you see crime at the top, it's because there's so much crime at the bottom. I mean, excuse me, crime at the, at, at, at the bottom, it's because there's nothing but criminality at the top. 202-588-9739 is the number. Please call now and uh, help keep, in, keep WPFW on there. All right, I got a couple callers uh, that just happen to be there hanging around. So let's see. First call, you on there. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, we'll, nope, no call for, callers going? Caller. We can say thank you to Kenneth. Kenneth from Washington, D.C. Thank you. We're glad that you enjoy the show. Uh, Anonymous from Oxen Hill just Man. popped up. Thank you, Anonymous. We're glad you enjoy the show and that you appreciate the work. It is work. Garland is a volunteer, but it does take work to keep these broadcasts going and to keep WPFW alive. It is a lot of work. We have a micro staff here. Uh, people have to wear multiple hats to keep the station going. So thank you for your support. We will continue to stretch your dollars up and down K Street to make this operation work. All right. First call you in there. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Kermit calling from Sykesville, and as usual, your uh, program is on what's the important issue of the day. And uh, my thought about Biden is this, that as you pointed out, the polls are going to show the vote for him, especially from uh, young people, from the oppressed, is going to drop, 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 drop. And I'm thinking... Uh, and tell me what you think, if, if you think this is in the realm of possibility, that the nomination will go to a smoke-filled room, that he'll become so obviously uh, incapable, as you pointed out. And, and the funny thing is, New York Times didn't point out some of the things that you pointed out that were in the, um, in the DOJ report. So I'll, I'll take it offline. Uh, and uh, what do you think about the smoke-filled room? You know, we well, you know about well, that. I know about that. I know about the uh, the Jared Beck lawsuit, et cetera. So here's what we're looking at, ultimately. What have we found? In 2016, Bernie Sanders ran. And uh, what we found out when Bernie Sanders ran was that the Democratic Party is not a democratic uh, institution. What they said was basically, yeah, you can run, but if the guy that the ruling elite is not winning, then we're going to slam this game. You know, we're going to slam this door shut. In fact, it was widely reported in 2020 and it was never denied by Barack Obama or in his inner circle that Obama said, well, if it looks like Bernie Sanders is going to run with it, I'll have to step in. Now, what does that mean? That means that if it looks like the voters actually choose someone that the ruling elite doesn't want, then I'll step in on behalf of the ruling elite. And what did they do in 2020, just before Super Tuesday? Everybody dropped out but Biden, and they all jumped on Biden's bandwagon, and they, got, and they pushed Biden over. That's what they did. So bottom line is this. The Democratic Party will do whatever they do, do have to do, but the voters don't get a chance, a choice, nothing. The voters ain't going to choose. That's not happening. 
That's the one thing I can guarantee you that when it comes down to it right now, they'll do what they got to do. And everybody up there, you're not going to hear the Congressional Women's Caucus, the Congressional Latino Caucus, the Congressional Black Caucus. You're not going to hear one of them say, hey, guys, that's not fair. My people. No, they're not going to say it. They're going to go along. They're going to do what they're told. They're going to cash the big paychecks. They're going to go out and do their speeches where they get twenty five thousand dollars a speech and they got their Tesla. All the things they're going to do. They're going to do because they're living a cushy life. There ain't no democracy left anywhere near either one of these parties, least of all the Democratic Party. So, no, they're not going to say, well, why don't we just have a vote and let the voters choose? I will guarantee you one thing of all the possibilities of how they will choose a nominee. The one I can guarantee you that will not happen is they will not say, hey, I got an idea. This is a Marvel idea. Okay. Check it out now. I know it's going to seem a little weird. Let's let the voters choose the nominee. If Whoever said that, he's a dead man. They'll take him up to the 12th story. Out he'll go splat on the street. No chance that's going to happen. All right. Next, we got another caller, don't we? All right. Next caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, Pam. I'm calling from D.C. Pam, what's happening? Great to hear from you. I'm good. How are you, Garland? Just wonderful. Good. I, I think I've asked you this before, but at the risk of being repetitive, have you ever read the trilogy, The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire? No, I haven't. Sounds great, though. I, well, I'm living the, fall, the, the, the decline and fall of the U.S. Empire right now, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah, and, and I promise you it's identical mm-hmm. to, uh, it, it's so prophetic about how identical the chronology of Rome in antiquity as a imperialistic entity and its demise. It, it, it is so identical to American history that it's, it's, it's uncanny. Well, you know, can't you see this thing? It's, you know what's amazing? That we have these so-called leaders and they're sitting up there. And people like you and me are looking at this thing, watching it unravel, and we're saying this thing's falling apart. For God's sake, you're committing a genocide right in front of our faces. You're $34 trillion in debt and borrowing more. You got money for Ukraine war, Taiwan war, Israel war, but you don't have a dime for the people here. This thing's falling apart, and we can see it. And these so-called leaders are blind as a bat. They're walking right into a wall like blind people. Go ahead. Well, see, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, historically, you know, the atrocities and the bullying all over the globe has never been, you know, really challenged. And so, you know, what we're witnessing is just, you know, they, they're committing the same thing with impunity. And, and it, is, it is the demise of this thing called america i promise you it is oh yeah it's so obvious you know and you know one of the things i find interesting is people are still like yes let's see if we can get them to pass a a bill to build infrastructure we need more infrastructure and i say you don't understand why they don't build infrastructure anymore you see while we still had industry when we still had factories before they sent them all overseas they need the 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 people who own the factories needed infrastructure they needed good roads so they could move their products around they needed good ports so they could ship their products they needed all they needed a, a decent education system so the people that worked at all of the factories had a decent education they were good employees the infrastructure they used to do it wasn't for us it was for the owners and controllers of the factories and of the, of all of the industry so that they could make money. Once they sent all the industries overseas, they ain't building no infrastructure, no roads, no schools, no nothing. That would be for us. They don't work for us. They don't supply things for us. A lot of people don't understand when they're screaming for infrastructure, they're not going to give you infrastructure. They didn't give infrastructure for you in the first place. It was for the owners and controllers of the industrial power. Your thoughts? Well, what you have, you know, spoken about in in, in this uh, session about uh, Biden, I mean, it, it is so, I mean, I, I just can't imagine uh, that people can't see. It's, it's just so, it, it's the writing is on the wall. And again, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And with that, I'll hang up and listen off the air. Thank you very much. Do we have another caller? No, okay. Eh, I'll take a couple calls. 202-588-0893. We've got time for maybe one or two more calls. The most important thing at this point, because we are on um, 
We are in Fun Drive. The The critical thing right now is I enjoy talking to callers. I enjoy doing my shows. That's all very, very important, you know, on a week-to-week basis. But we got to keep the lights on. We got a, a skeleton crew of, of employees here. We got a whole lot of volunteers, but we got to keep the lights on. We got to keep our, our employees got to eat. We got transmitters, all kind of stuff that's got to go, got to get going. It's very expensive to keep this station going, and we don't get corporate money. You don't want to see us go off the air because we ain't getting money from Walmart and Martin, Lockheed Martin and all and, and Pfizer and Smizer, whoever, right? So we need you to call. The number is 202 nine seven three nine two oh two five eight eight nine seven three nine call in if you listen to this show regularly if you got you know a couple bucks if you're doing well you might be doing well and you can afford a hundred two hundred three hundred dollars that would be very critical and that would help us but if not if you could do fifty or forty dollars and it's very important for those who can do the sustainer program who call in and say hey i want to do 20 bucks a month just 20 bucks a month some people can afford more but if you can afford 20 202-588-9739. Give what you can, and if you're doing really well, stand up for those people who aren't doing well and put in, you can afford to put in $300. Most people can't. You can afford to put in 200 Most people can't. Stand up for those who can't afford it. 202-588-9739. Looks like we got another caller. Next caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, uh, this is Tabu calling from Washington, Garland. How are you? Wonderful. What's happening, Tabu? Uh, you. Listen, uh... <laughs> That uh, the that uni party that you talked about, mm-hmm. you you got it accurate, man. You know it well. But I want to ask you the major question. Sure. Uh, I forgot what you called Trump. What do you call the banana? Or what do you say bananas or whatever? Yeah, oh, the banana describe? republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but what I want to ask you. Let let's use that example that you used about the pilot in the plane. Mm-hmm. Do you think Donald Trump? He might be whatever, but do you think he knows how to solve the problem? In other words, the problem, I like to be specific, the deep state, these uni parties, as you both, I like to call them both parties, they're both the same. But they're run by the deep state, these corporate people that you so well talk about. Mm -hmm. Trump has made a commitment to get rid of these crap so we, the people, can be uh, empowered again. Do you think, my question to you is, do you think Donald Trump can do that? No. They'd kill him first if he if he even oh, wanted to. Well, which, why do you think they don't want him in office? <laughs> well, you know, well, I'll put it like that, but let me let me say this. If he had the, he is a member of, see, you got to understand when you look at the ruling elite, there are various factions of the ruling elite. And those various factions of the ruling elite, I mean, this is historical, various factions of the ruling elite fight amongst each other. And there's a term, it's called bonapartism. What bonapartism means is this. When factions of the ruling elite start fighting, they try to enlist the masses. So then the Biden and his people say, hey, all you working classes, join in with me. Then Trump and his group will say, no, you working class people join in with me and these ruling elite will try to enlist the masses along with them trump's a member of the ruling elite but even if he wanted to he yeah he better not get in a small in his in his trump plane it will go down in a remote mountainous region i tell you that right now well i mean we live in a country they killed they already killed one president i don't think they'd hesitate to do it again They've tried to get him what, over 27 times the last time I heard. Why do you think it is they dislike him so much? He is the one who has taken up the people's agenda and said, bring the business. When he was in, he brought, began to bring the businesses back. That Obama, who I voted for twice, who they all sent the business to Mexico, China, and everywhere else. He's the one who revived and, and has made a commitment to get rid of the deep state, who is our problem. Well, I'll put it like this. The, the problem is so much deeper than that. As an example, let me give you a quick example. I think one of the problems is this. In the United States, we have this almost religion of free market. And we're, we're, the, here's the plan. For some reason, we have people that believe if you take regulations off away from corporations, that corporations will be better off because they're not regulated by the state. History tells us. That if you deregulate corporations, they're going to steal everything that ain't nailed down. And what those corporations did, I'll make this quick and get back to you. And what those corporations did was they went around the world. They stole everything they could in Africa. They stole everything they could in Latin America. They stole everything they could in Asia. And guess what? 
the chickens done came home to roost. And now those corporations are robbing us. Now that they can't necessarily rob China, I mean, excuse Africa, because China and Russia are kind of on the rise, so they can't rob Africa and Latin America like they used to. They now see us as the victims. We created these werewolf corporations who are unregulated, who have no conscience, who have went around the world robbing everybody, and now they ran out of people to rob and they came home. And it's our turn. And now we are the victims. And Donald Trump, nah, I don't even think he would he would even accept that. Go ahead. Well, who do you think uh, can solve our problem better than Trump? Here's the here's the issue. The first thing I always say is the problem is systemic. Well, so if it's that. a system right, right, problem, a person ain't going to fix the problem that, in the system. The question, you know, though. no, I'll give you the answer. The only people that can solve the problem is the masses. The well, masses that, well, we, have to we, rise up and say no more. If the masses yes. don't rise up and say no more, the the, the ruling elite ain't going to fix it. They're benefiting too well off of it. Well, the masses have said we want someone in office to turn it around. Trump has taken up that ban and said he will get rid of the deep state. Now, my question to you is why don't you join? Well, all I can say is this. Uh, 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 what's his name? Um, we had a president who said that he was going to spread the CIA to the winds. And he yeah, got in an right. open car in 1963. He ain't spread the CIA to the wind. So, nah. I, well, right, I mean, right. I understand what you're saying. Listen, I understand what you're saying. The situation is so bad that Donald Trump looks better than what's out there. And you know what? I can't get mad at you and say that you're wrong. It's so bad at this point that I don't know anything looks better than what you got. Like no, they said about, like Malcolm X said about the field slave, his situation is so bad that any place looks better than here. So I understand where you're coming from. I'm not where you are, but I understand where you are, and I can't get mad at you. Well, right. I can't get mad at you, but I do think you as intelligent as you are, don't waste your, empower yourself. Don't waste your vote. Take care. Thank you very much. Certainly appreciate it. All right. We got another caller. Next call, you on air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, Mr. Nixon. It's Phil from Arlington. Hey, what's happening, Phil? Okay, so I finished reading that book, The Fires of the Jubilee. Yes. There was another book that you mentioned. Do you think you remember the name of it? I mean, it's like three weeks ago. I've I got a lot of books. I don't know. So, which, which do you you don't recall what it was about? No, no I, yeah, I got, so, man, I book. I got so many books. I'll tell you another book. It might have been this. There's a book by General Giop called People's War, People's Army. General Giop was the Vietnamese general that defeated the French and ran them out of France. I've been reading that lately. That might be one. Okay. Uh, next thing now. So the Democrats have sent uh, a delegation to Michigan to speak to those um, <laughs> Ahead, speak to those Muslims who said they are voting uh, non-committal. Right. What do you think about that? If I was the Muslims, I wouldn't even. I, I would if they if they I, I wouldn't allow them on my property. I wouldn't allow. Well, I'm not Muslim, and I wouldn't allow them on my property. You going to commit a genocide on my people, and then come? What are you going to talk to me about? They're committing a genocide of Muslims, and now they want to come talk to the Muslims. No, I wouldn't even talk. I'd say you got to be kidding me. No. They sent the delegation there to try and garner some votes because they are not going to vote for God, for, for Biden. That's why they sent them there. And I don't know, and the, the, the mayor of Flint, Michigan, wouldn't even meet with, uh, with the president. Yeah, I feel um, that that is, uh, to me, uh, an insult. They're insulting them. To come there and ask them for their votes to me is an insult. You're committing a genocide against their people. You know what? I said this. I'm proud of the Muslim people. They have this uh, movement called Abandon Biden in the Muslim community, right? And here's what I'll say. Yeah. Black folks been getting beat by the Democrats, this lied to, hoodwinked, mistreated. Every four years, they tell us what they're going to do for us. They do nothing for four years. And then they come back. Wait, just about okay. Uh, and then they come back, right? And then they ask for our votes, and black people still vote for them. You know what the Muslims said? You get one chance. I love the Muslim community. They said, you know what? One chance. Oh, you're going to do our people like that? Yeah, you can't get our votes. Thank goodness for the the power yeah, and the strength and the dedication of the yeah. Muslim people that they ain't standing for that crap. I wish we could learn from them. Go ahead. Yeah, I got to go. You get the last word. South, look what happened in South Carolina. Biden went to church. He didn't go there to pray with them. He go there to, to, to campaign in a church. 
he went to campaign oh, yeah. in a church, and those idiots are over there yelling four more years. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's an embarrassment to me. Thank goodness that the Muslim people have learned that they're they're tough. Uh, but you know what? I think some of our people are learning. All right, I got to get ready to run. My main man, Kalia, is in there okay. waving. All right, thanks. Uh, before I go. All right, you're welcome. Yep. So before we go, one more time, I got to tell you, here's critical. We've got about five minutes left in this show, six minutes roughly. During those five minutes, we need some calls. I want to thank Darnell. I want to thank lots of several anonymous from Oxon Hill, anonymous from Silver Spring, Darnell from Alexandria, anonymous from Oak Park, Illinois. Thank you. Thank all the people. It's critical that you call 202 588 9739. You can also go to WPFWFM.org. We have a donate button there if you're somewhere and you don't have time. But, but if you, if, you know, so go to WPFWFM.org. You can donate there. There is a donate button. But please, right now, 202 9739. Five minutes left for me to get credit for my show. And I want to get credit for my show. 202 9739. Call now. Donate. Peace. I'm out.